talk, the home of where the talking is good. Yeah, it's Boom, me, Cody, baby. and your other guy, Robert. Your other guy, your boy, Robert. I was How listening back to one of our podcasts the other day, and I was like, man, I hope that my welcome is not like super abrasive to someone's ears. And I felt like it was okay for me. Okay, so I, I'm. Good. I'm keeping it. So if you yeah. disagree, I'm sorry, but mm. I felt like it was appropriate. It's I fine. feel like it's a, you know, everyone's got to have like their their niche their or whatever. Thing. Yeah, I feel like it's our thing. It's become a staple it's of a staple the staple of the good now. talk. It is. I, it I is. do try to pull away a little bit, so hopefully yeah. it's not like what. <laughs> Gosh, that probably hurt. I apologize for that one. Okay, that, that's uh, one. That you one get one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you one. Oh, Everything man. from here will be even for now. Even. On. even. I feel like I'm like uh, very aggressively. Uh, to look at the camera, I have to like full full Batman, <laughs> full Batman shoulders. Like, Batman, don't move your yeah. your neck doesn't turn. It's just like whole body. whole body has to turn. Uh, can't Sometimes, wait for like, a new Batman to come out. It does actually yeah, look does good, look and good. I'm actually excited about it. Normally, I'm not super excited about DC movies, but for whatever reason, yeah. this one seems intriguing to me. Yeah, I wasn't super intrigued when they announced who the actor was going to be. Yeah, but I feel like some actors and actresses, you know. Not to their own dismay. I mean, if I was an actor, I would do it too. But I feel like when you watch them in something, if they're not in a lot of stuff, then mm. you just get them in that specific sure. box of whatever yeah. that was. Yeah. And it's hard for me to see him not being mm. a vampire that twinkles <laughs> in the sunlight. That's <laughs> so crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that's not a super emo yeah. vampire, by the way. Right. You know? uh, so that's uh, a struggle. But everything I've seen in the previous looks awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt. Sure. Uh, me too. I'm thinking like, all right, this is either going to be really good or not so great because yeah. I, you know, vampire vibes, you yeah. know, uh, because... He clearly got big from Twilight, and yeah. I haven't really seen him in a whole lot since. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, uh, that's, uh, he's in that box, right. but I haven't seen him in but anything else. Heath Ledger, you know, yep. maybe it could be the same thing. You know, he was just the straight, you know, like romantic comedy type dude, yeah. and then all of a sudden went full Joker, and everyone's yeah. like, whoa, you know? Well, the, it's weird because Batman has a way of doing this because I remember when Batman Begins shot, I, I distinctly remember. Uh, when Pav and I saw the preview for it, we were like, first the preview, you know, had him training up in like the mountains of Tibet or whatever. And we're like, what the, this isn't Batman. And then it was uh, uh, Christian Bale. Yeah. And I didn't know who Christian Bale was. And I was like, none of this is fitting. None of, the, none of <laughs> who this is this, this guy? This, everything's wrong here. <laughs> and then I watched it and I was like, that was phenomenal. Yeah. And so I missed it on Christian Bale and I missed it on the storyline of Batman Begins. And then when they did Joker and The Dark Knight, I was like, Heath Ledger? Right. Nah, come yeah, on. Yeah. And then that was phenomenal. So apparently when it comes to Batman, I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> At this point, I'm just like, use whoever you want. I'm sure it's going to be give great. Give it a go, <laughs> man. Let's see what happens. You know, I, it's cool because I actually was listening to uh, a podcast and Matthew McConaughey was on it. All right, he, all, right, all, right, all, right all right, all right, all right. But he was talking about that. He was talking about how when he got big, he yeah. became big first from that but then it was just like he became like the romantic comedy dude mm. of hollywood mm. so from like 2004 to 2010 it was just he's like it was just easy money mm. he's like i played the same role in every single movie and he's like but then it got to the point where i was like i don't want to be that guy mm. 
and he had to make I a decision. I don't want to be that guy. Well, he said he was like he was like it's easy money. He's like, but it's not challenging for me. I'm yeah. not I'm not living my dream of being this yeah. actor that I saw myself being. Right. And he, he had to make the choice of like I'm not going to accept another role until yeah. it's a drama, mm. until it's a serious role. Mm. He said that it was two years. What was the role? Did he say? Uh, I think it was. Uh, I think it was the Lincoln Lawyer. Love that movie. Yeah, I think that Love was. That I think movie. that was his first role back was yeah. Lincoln Lawyer. Lincoln um, Lawyer's awesome. Have you seen it? I haven't seen oh, it. I want to though because really after good. listening to that that podcast, I'm like, dang, Matthew McConaughey is like a cool guy. It's like, a cool movie. But uh, but what's crazy is like they would offer like for in like in that stint of like not being able to get a role. Mm. It was like a year in, and it was like this big romantic comedy coming back, and like, come on, Matt, like we want you here, and they were mm. like, hey, we'll give you. Three million dollars, and he was like, "No." They're wow. like, "We'll give you six million dollars." He said, "No." We'll give you ten million dollars. He said, "No." No. They told him they would give him fourteen million dollars, and he said, "Let me reread the script." <laughs> <laughs> and then he still turned it down. No way. The man turned out fourteen million dollars. Talk about sticking to your convictions, right? Wow. That's just crazy. And we so, need to take a lesson from that. Christians, I mean, listen, don't compromise. It's crazy. Like, I mean, that's obviously. I'm sure he is in somewhat of a privileged position financially say, yeah. Yeah, 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 to yeah, 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 yeah. where when he can. Net say, worth you know, is 100 million. Right. You can turn down a, exactly, yeah, true. but still, like, I mean, money talks it clearly, yeah, so yeah, they, yeah. they were trying. So, I, I don't know how that's going to segue into what we're talking about today, but it's just crazy. Two like, underrated Matthew McConaughey movies that I just don't think a lot of people know about Lincoln Lawyer, mm. fantastic, and a movie called Mud. I've heard of that, it's phenomenal, it's so good. I it's need to go back really and watch. great. Um, I, I watched both of them, um, was surprised, I was, I was more surprised by Mud. Because I went in thinking like, okay, this is kind of weird, but it's just, it's a good movie. It's mm. really good. It's a, it's kind of like a suspense. I don't know. It's, not, it's just you have to watch it. It's hard okay. to explain. It's hard to explain. One yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah. That it's, is it a, it's a good ride. It is. It's like he's a, a nomad and he ends up befriending these two kids, and so you think it's gonna go like weird, but it doesn't. It's really a good hmm. movie. I'll have to check it out. And maybe you guys can check it out too. Hopefully it's <laughs> appropriate. I, I, this was a while ago, so I, I don't want to give any promises Not out quite there. a Blaze approved yet. Yeah. We'll come back with yeah. it. I'm pretty sure Mud, there wasn't anything. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a good movie. I just remember it being a good movie. Yeah. So here is the question. I was going to start with another icebreaker, but I feel like we kind of had a bit of an icebreaker yeah. talking about some stuff talking right about now. Matt. He's, he's low-key one of my favorite Hollywood dudes. I, I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah. He, he's, he's just a really solid actor. And I mean, yeah. keep talking about actors. Acting, but sorry, hope yeah. you guys are into it. <laughs> so the, the the question of the day is: How do you overcome resistance to change? Okay, is this are we are we talking about? Because when I hear this question, I have two trains of thoughts. Okay, all right, two trains. Are yeah, they coming? At, are they coming towards each other? <laughs> well, if you don't separate them, it's going to crash. So yeah, but okay. So thought one: Are we talking about things are changing? And and people are resistant to the change, mm. and you have to build a coalition to progress. Or are we talking about like internal change that's just dealing with you, mm. like and you're resisting it? Like maybe God is telling you. I know this. We talk about this a lot, but it's just like low hanging fruit. Sure. Like maybe you're in a relationship, yeah, and you know you're not supposed to be in that relationship, and God is asking you to change some things, and you are yeah. resisting that change. Mm. So that would be scenario one. Yeah. Scenario two would be 
like, okay, uh, I read a book once called Who Moved My Pulpit? And the whole <laughs> book was about a pastor who took over a church. Uh-huh. And like his first weekend, they had this big wooden pulpit. And he was like, get that out of there. I want to use a table. And like the whole church freaked out. <laughs> Because there was so much change so happening because the old pastor retired and the new pastor came, came in, in and changed and everybody everything. was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't just come in here and change everything. <laughs> but he had a specific vision sure. for the church. and the yeah. So the whole book is mm. about how to build a coalition and get them on board with change before you just come in and start radically gotcha. changing things. So there's two different scenarios. Here. Wow. Uh, my, my thought is that it's the first train. Okay. Like, okay, I'm dealing with something, something yep. or I feel like I'm I've got this change mm. on the horizon okay. and I'm not quite ready for it yet. Okay. Or I don't want to do it yeah. <laughs> altogether. Mm. Or maybe I'm trying to do it and it's just hard to mm. do it. I, I feel like that that's something that is common in a lot of people's lives is mm-hmm. that again, we've talked about this numerous times that, mm-hmm. you know, the your relationship and your journey with God is a process. Mm. And sometimes some uh, fleshly things to get rid of or things to work on with yourself are easier than others. And some people might not like to do those things all together, mm. you know? And so that's my thought is that maybe that is the question. Okay. Um, cause if it's the other one, I don't know that I'll have a whole lot of input on because I've never <laughs> had to come in and radically change something. Right? Okay. So my mind immediately, while you were talking, my mind immediately went somewhere. And I think this is where I would start. I think it's important to discern who's mandating the change. Mm, Okay, yeah. Because I think internally that's going to help far greater than anything else. Mm -hmm. For example, going back to the low-hanging fruit about a relationship. Sure. If you know that it is God that is implementing this change, I feel like even though it's a hard pill to swallow, it becomes a little bit easier because you know that the most powerful being in the universe is requiring this of you or asking you of this. And then also, if you look at the individual that's mandating it, when it comes to God, you always know he has your best interest yeah. at heart. Yeah, yeah. He's never going to do anything that's going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. He's never going to do anything that's going to take away from your life. He's al- He's always here to help us. Yeah. He's always here to bless us. He's always here to improve quality of life. He's always here to improve our happiness. He's always here to improve us in every sense of the word of being better. Yeah. And so if we know he is the one that's mandating the change, I think it allows me to step back and look at it differently mm. to where I'm able to curb my resistance because now I have a different perspective that yeah. this is actually going to be extremely advantageous for me, even though it's extremely difficult. Right. You, you can never belittle the sure. difficulty of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But if you know who's requiring it mm. or who's requesting it, then I feel like there's a little bit more room for inspiration to be like, okay, I can do this. Yeah, I think that... Uh because I guess my, my thought is when you're saying that is like, is it a person that wants you to yeah, change? Or just you. Is it you that wants to change? And what is the change? Right. Is the change something that's going to push you towards God, push mm-hmm. you away from God, further you in your relationship with God, mm-hmm. get you higher? Um, you know, even in a natural sense, is it going to promote you in your work or in your schooling or your, whatever it is that your, you know, your avenue of life is right now? But I think that is key because... If we a couple podcasts ago that I just listened to, so I don't really know where Hey-o. we're at, like because I try to I try to go back and listen, you know. At yeah. least our podcast has two listeners. Yeah, I do every now room. and then. You know, just, I'm like, One, all right, two. I'm gonna check this out, and make sure we're you know we're, we're saying some good stuff, right? You know, <laughs> hey, make sure we're doing some good stuff. Yeah, uh, but because in we, the moment, sometimes it just you don't know. <laughs> The one that I just listened to, which at the time of this recording, I believe is this week's podcast. (laughs) So if you're following, (laughs) this is about three weeks prior to you listening now, for time travelers here. But we were talking about um, 
Jesus on the water and Peter, mm. you know, he first like asked if it's your will, mm. let me come right, onto right, the right. water. Yeah. And and so I think even with that, it's like if you're feeling this in your heart and you're mm. saying, you know what, like I feel like God wants me to do this or mm. I feel like I'm supposed to do this, that's when you say, God, do you want me to yeah. do this? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you need to go to God and say, am I supposed to do this? You right. need to get at the feet of Jesus. Yeah and say, Amen. what do I do here? Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that that's, that that's a thing that we got to uh, come to realize is we don't just need to get out there and just do the things that we think we're supposed to do. Let's yeah. not just try to get out there and like yeah. work it until it happens. Uh, I think about Mary and Martha where you know she's just in the kitchen. She's just doing what she's feeling like she's right, supposed right, right. to busy, do. Busy, busy. She's going out and she's like, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do this. This has to happen. Mm-hmm. We got to make sure that the food's this and this. And mm-hmm. But Jesus said, just be here with me. Yeah, yeah. And I'll give you what you need. Right. Be here at my feet. Be here in my presence, and I'm yeah. going to show the answers to you. Yeah. So I think that like when we're in these things and these situations where we're trying to figure out answers sure. for our problems yeah, yeah, or yeah. our circumstances or what we're going through, instead of just like working all these other things that maybe on a worldly sense mm-hmm. that might seem like we're supposed to do, like, all right, let's Google this. All right, mm-hmm. let's ask my friend about this. Right, all right, let's do that. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. But instead, let's get at the feet of Jesus. Absolutely. Let's read our Bible. Yep. Let, let's pray. Yep. And let's just wait. Yeah. Let let him minister to you. Let let it let his peace come over you. Let him talk to you. Let yeah. him let him show you the direction you're supposed right. to go. Yeah, and I think that that solidifies our direction, yeah. and it'll definitely help with resistance. Um, there's so many different things, you know. Uh, I know we always do this. So step one, step you know, one, figure out who it's from. <laughs> all the steps. Uh, all the steps. Uh, step two, I would say this. I I think it's hard if you're always going back and forth. Mm. I think once you once you have determined what is the source of this change, yeah, and is it truly going to be advantageous for my life? Once you determine it's God or is it you or is it outside sources, I think that brings clarity within itself. But I'm one of those people that once the decision's made, let's let's push because if you're always flip flopping, yeah. you're always going back and forth. That's going to continually brew this doubt mm. and this resistance on the inside of you, even as you're moving forward. Right, you're not going to give it your best. You're going to be like. Haphazardly being like haphazardly. haphazardly. Let me help you out there. Thank you. <laughs> Words are hard, and you're gonna be like kind of tiptoeing around it, mm. and 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 then you're almost setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. And then you're gonna be like, man, I shouldn't have done that. I, I I'm I'm like, let's just cold you know, turkey. Like, let's just go for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We know where this is coming from. We know what it, it's kind of like when Rachel and I got married. We knew it was from God. Yeah. And like I was, I, I mean, I'm, I've been pretty open and pretty honest about this. I was horrified of marriage yeah. because. Uh, you know, you've heard me say this. Big change. Big, <laughs> big commitment. Cha- big change. Big change. And inside there was some resistance because it was just fear-based, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I knew the meaning of covenant. I knew the meaning of marriage. And I was like, this is one decision yeah. for the rest of my life that I can't ever do anything about. Yeah. So I'm locked in here. You yeah. know what I mean? And, uh, you know, if people have been married and, and got a divorce and then remarried, there's no shade or shame of that. I'm just saying the weight of the decision personally yeah. for me was heavy. It was like Jesus in the garden because it was a life yeah. choice. Yeah. <laughs> this I is, mean, essentially. This is, this is my life. Yeah. You know? And that's why he in the garden, he was like, God, this is your will. Exactly. I'll do it. He's like, but is there any other way? Exactly. But once he made that decision, you don't yeah. see him going back and forth. Right. Well, maybe I'm supposed to, maybe I'm not. Maybe yeah, I'm yeah, supposed yeah. to, maybe I'm not. Because if settled. you do if you do that, then that resistance is always gonna keep mm-hmm. coming up. Yeah. And you're gonna always be like hesitant, hesitant. And they say in athletics, especially like football, that's how you get hurt. Mm-hmm. It's like going fifty percent. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Is you're when you're trying to 
keep yourself from getting hurt. So you just got to commit and you got to go to it. So that's point number two. And then point number three, uh, change. There's this phrase out there. It's the only consistent change is the only constant. Yeah. And so it's constantly happening. It's constantly happening in society, Mm -hmm. in church, in us individually. We know that the word of God is the same and it never changes, right? Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass Mm. away. God's word is 100% true all the time and it doesn't change. Mm. But everything else in our life, yeah, you know, is subject to change at any moment. That's true. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I mean even like God could be like quit this job, get a new job. Mm. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Change is I mean even in the Old Testament it says there's a season to live, a season to die, a season to laugh, a season to cry, a season, you know what I mean? There are seasons. <laughs> yeah, there are seasons. Yeah. And just like we're in fall right now, which I love. I love the trees. I love the cooler temperature. Oh, I'm looking at some red leaves right now. Oh, they're so leaves, gorgeous. It's so, <laughs> so wonderful. Nice. And but just imagine if it was like just it never did that. <laughs> it's just the same all it's the time. It's just the same all that. But change is the only constant. Yeah. Uh, when you were talking about that, I, for whatever reason, I was just thinking back about you know when I was young, newly married, I was still in my band that I was playing in. Yeah, uh, yeah the metal days, band. man. Yeah, was uh, a band dude. Yeah, man. And so I was still in the band, and I I had been working uh, at Journey's shoe store, and then I had just started working here at the church and transitioned out of that job. But I was still in the band, and at some point, I, I kind of like realize it's like okay well actually i kind of realized before i even got married that i needed to quit the band it, mm. it was it's before i even like got married i had this kind of notion in my heart like okay you got to quit the band like mm. it's about to happen you got to quit the band mm. and as as i was working here at the church like shortly and this is probably like a year ish later after initially feeling that it was like okay you got to quit the you band. really got to quit yeah the you band. really got to quit the <laughs> band and so it was just like in my heart it was just like it sucked so bad mm-hmm. because it was something that i loved to yeah. do so yeah, much yeah, yeah. i had so much fun yeah. and uh, and these people that i was in the band with i mean they were like my best friends yeah. and in a lot of ways they were kind of like a family to me mm-hmm. because i spent so much time to sure. them and so i think a lot of the the resistance of quitting the band was the fear of losing friendships, mm. the fear of not being able to play music again, mm. not doing the things that I loved. And so I think me not changing, but also knowing in a way kind of hurt them mm. because mm. in a way I was leading them on yeah. that I was in this with them, yeah. but my heart knew I wasn't supposed to be in it. Mm. My, my Cody knew like, Hey, you're not supposed to be in this yeah. band. And so like I was almost on this fence yeah. and I wasn't in this place of like fully being able to commit to my band life mm. and also not being able to fully commit to my, my church position and my God like right, right. you know, place because I knew I, my heart wanted to be in both. Sure. But I knew I couldn't be in both. Right. And so really I was kind of just like, <laughs> it it's probably looks so weird, but I was just like riding on this fence, you know mm. what I'm saying? And so it wasn't, I wasn't doing the highest and best on either side. Yeah. And so I think ultimately I had to make that choice of like, all right, I have to cut this off, mm. which probably devastated a lot of my band members because all this time I was saying like, hey, I'm in this, I'm in this, but I also knew like I wasn't supposed to be. And, but when I finally made the change yeah it was like a weight had finally lifted off of me and i was able to fully pursue yeah the god position fully pursue this life not that like this was a separate life if that might sound a little bit weird but you know this job this 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 calling that god had put on me so if there's someone out there that's having this resistance to change yeah i think 
hopefully this story resonates with you that you know you need to get off the fence yeah you gotta you gotta like robert was saying fully commit yeah, yeah. don't hesitate don't be 50 percent in both right, camps right. because then you're only giving 50 you're only giving 50 percent mm-hmm. to whether it's your current area mm-hmm. that you do love and that you do enjoy but you're only giving 50 yeah. percent there mm-hmm. and maybe there's this other place that you're starting to venture into but you're only giving 50 percent yeah but you're supposed to be in one of these places. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you where that is. I don't know what your position is yeah. and what you're doing, but you're supposed to give 100% of yeah, you that's right. into what God wants you to Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So whether for me it was the band thing or this job, which knowing now it was this. Yeah. But you know, I God wants all of you. Amen. He needs all of you. Yeah. And so the resistance to change is your mind, your will, your emotions and even the enemy yeah. in the world trying to get you. Yeah, yeah. Out of your God position. Yeah. And God wants you in or to your keep you, yeah. God wants you in your position. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a good point to make. You know, uh, I look at both of our lives and we had to be open to change to get where we are today. And you're gonna have to be open to change to get to where God has you to go. You know, like I, I moved from Colorado to Oklahoma. That was a big change. And then I moved from Oklahoma to Alabama. That was a big change. Yeah. And if we are unwilling to do and go through those changes, we will not get to the place that God has for yeah. us. And so the devil uses that resistance mm-hmm. um, as a weapon, as a tool to right. keep Christians from following mm-hmm. their destiny and becoming who they're supposed to be in God. A lot of it's rooted in fear. Yeah. A lot of it's rooted in the unknown. Going back to your story, you know, when you started at the church, you know, and you were 50% here, 50% there, because uh, I was here all yeah. along. I know your situation. Sure. The, the church, honestly, that was a step of faith because that did not look like it was really going to manifest sure. into what it is today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it was a very low position. Yeah. I mean, I, I had no real title. They had yeah. to make up some title yeah. for me just to have like something on my. I don't need like my W two form. Right. There's like you're gonna be called special projects, which yeah. basically means whatever we need you to do. And you did do whatever you did cleaning. You did. I mean, you did everything. I did admin work. I did yep. media work. I did cleaning. Yep. I, I did Property landscaping. Work. I did yep. everything. I yep. cleaned the vans. I did it all. It was yep. weird. <laughs> yeah, with four different supervisors. Yeah. and at the beginning, it looked like is this really the best move for my life? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? When you start looking at some of the natural sure. stuff for it being a career, if you will, right. as far as benefits and pay and yeah, yeah. raising a family, you have all that stuff going in there, but you go back to, right. let's look at who the source of this change is. Let's look right. at the, who's mandating me to do this. Right. And when you look at it through that lens, you understand, even though on the natural, this doesn't look like it's the best play for me and my family, God told me to do it. Right. And so... You know, I'm going to be like Peter. I'm going to get out of the boat here. I'm not going to focus on all the natural things mm-hmm. that's going on, the wind and the waves, because that stuff changes too. You know, yeah. one day they may be big. It's like when you go to the beach. One day it's a yellow flag with still water. The next day it's a red flag with 10-foot waves, you mm-hmm. know. And so that stuff changes. And so we can't make our decision what we're going to do based on all these natural elements because yeah, natural yeah. elements are changing just as quickly as everything right. else. And so you made that decision based on who you knew. Right. Right. And what he told you to do mm-hmm. and look at what it's manifested into. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now it is a career. And now some of those things that you didn't have at the beginning of the process, you do have right. now. But it's because you 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 committed to it. Right. You, you stopped splitting the fence and you said, OK, God's the one mandating this. I know him. Yeah. And I know he only has good things for my life. So when he tells me to do something, I can trust that. Yeah. And I think that's important. Trust in right. him. Yeah, yeah. So when he says it, you know, it's going to work out. Right. 
you know, even with Jesus at the cross, <laughs> like he trusted God. He had to. <laughs> you know, think about this. He trusted that God was not going to leave him in hell. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to come get me. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I may have to do this for a season. Yeah, yeah. But you're not going to abandon me. You're not going to leave me down there. You're coming for me. You know what I mean? And and he trusted. He had mm-hmm. to trust him. And that trust in him allowed Jesus to make that very difficult decision to go to the cross. Yeah. Not my will, but your will be done. But it's the same thing we have to do. Trust in the Father. Yeah, yeah. And that trust in the Father will take the anxiety and the fear of change mm-hmm. And begin to look at it as opportunity and progress mm. as opposed to other things. Yeah. And, and and that emboldens you to do it. And yeah, it's still scary. I'm sure you right. have questions in your mind and Always. like, oh my gosh, and we've talked and yeah. you know, I don't know if family watched, but even some of your family was like, I don't know if this is the right play. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you have all that stuff, but who told you to do it? And I think lots of times it's just a matter of pushing that down. Like when I moved from Colorado to Oklahoma, I just knew it was going to be okay because mm-hmm. this is what God told me to do. When I was in high school, he told me to go to Bible college. He said, follow in the footsteps of your father. That's what he told me. Well, my dad went to Bible school, so I got to go to Bible school. And then, you know, from Bible school, you know, they uh, it came down here. It's just, there's always this unknown. Mm-hmm. But if God's telling us to do it, is there really an unknown? Right. You know, yeah. you know it's going to be okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's scary and it's going to be always, hard. always. But God's got your back. God's with you. He He is out there on the water waiting for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. No, no matter what the water's doing. Right. He yeah. He called you out onto the water, so go out onto the water. Like, and and you don't know what's going to happen on the water, but yeah. you know God's out there on the water. Yeah. And so, how do you overcome resistance to change? I think you just got to trust that the change, uh, de- decipher the changes from God. Yeah. But then First. once you find out it's from God, trust that it's from God. Yep. And know he's going to meet you there. And what you said, sit at the feet of Jesus. Yeah. When Jesus knew that great change was coming in his life, Mm. (laughs) from life on earth to life eternal, Mm -hmm. he knew that change was coming. He knew it was the Father's will, but he had to fellowship with God Mm -hmm. to settle his soul. Yeah. Because our soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions, is such a blockade to what Romans 8.14 says, the children of God are led by the Spirit Mm -hmm. of God. Our soul is lots of times in conflict with the Spirit. And that's why the Bible says only the Word of God can divide the two. They're so closely Mm -hmm. intertwined that it takes fellowship with Him, fellowship with His Word, to divide it and say, no, this is not your mind, your will, and your emotions. This is what I have for you. And I love the example of Jesus because He went into the garden three times. Mm -hmm. And and it took Him three experiences at the foot of His Father, feet of His Father, to settle His soul. Mm. And I think once you decide, because Jesus knew it was the will, mm-hmm. once you decide that, do whatever's necessary with your fellowship with him to settle things yeah. inside you. Yeah. And what Jesus say, my peace, I leave with you. Mm. I don't give peace like the world gives it. Yeah. But my, and, and so when you sit with him, he's going to give you that yeah. peace. Yeah. Go and get the peace. Go and get the peace. And that peace is a spiritual force. Mm. It's not tranquility. It's not like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not meditation. It's a spiritual force. And you look at Jesus with the waves when he said, peace, be still. Mm. That peace was more powerful than the storm because that's the only way it could settle the storm. Mm. And so if there's a storm of conflict on the inside that's of us, good. That's really good. you sit with Jesus and that peace is stronger than the storm. And what that peace will do is it'll settle things. Mm. And you let God's peace and Jesus's peace that he left with you settle some things. And that brings clarity 
that brings boldness that brings confirmation yeah you know but you got to do what cody said you gotta sit at his feet and there's different ways to do that you read the word you pray and one of the things he mentioned that i love just be quiet yeah just be there just be there Mm -hmm. and let god minister to you and let him just chill some things out on Mm -hmm. the inside of you so that resistance that you're coming up against that can be tempered Mm. you know what i mean and put to peace and put quiet on the inside of you to where now you're like okay we can move forward not my will, but your will be done. I'm so ready good. for this. You so know, good. and so there's ways to overcome it, but we got to work the process. Yeah, yeah. You got to you got to keep going back to Jesus. Stay at the feet. Get the peace. Yep. It, it sounds, it almost sounds so simple, but yeah, it, it's it's something that it's necessary. It is. It's so necessary, it is. and it, and it, it does so much. Something so simple can do so much for That's you. That's true. And I think that we can often overlook that. Yeah. Or we try to belittle that, but something as simple as just getting with Jesus can That's solve everything. Solve it, and it works on so many levels, not just when it comes to change. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, I was thinking when you said like the inner turmoil, it's almost like that's like a like the resistance of change is like a storm within yourself. It is. And so having Jesus come, you, you, you being in the presence of Jesus is him saying, be still. Yeah, let me quiet that. Let's, let's let's still this storm within you, because when you're with Jesus, you don't notice the storm. Yeah, you don't see the storm. When Jesus yeah. and Peter are out there on the water, and 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 Jesus pulled mm. Peter back up, I don't think Peter was looking at the storm no, anymore. No, he I was focused. He was like, okay, Jesus has got me now. Yeah, yeah. There is a storm all around me, mm-hmm. but there's peace right here mm-hmm. in the arms of Jesus. Yeah. And he's Absolutely. got me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not afraid that's right. anymore. That's right. I'm not worried anymore. Yeah. He's going to get me to where I need to go. Amen. And that's what Jesus wants to do. He wants to get you where you're supposed to yep. go. He's yep. got you. Yep. Storms are all around you, but not in his presence. Yep. Yep. Amen. Amen. So that, hopefully that helps. And, uh, you know, whatever is going on in your world and whatever changes you are facing, get with God, figure out uh, what's the right thing to do, and then just plow forward plow forward plow forward with him with him all right we love you guys so much <laughs> yeah I don't, I'm, just, I'm just feeling good right now yeah, sorry yeah. it's hard for me to just break away right now i guess well, like i'm feeling peace yeah, right now that, I like, that's what's weird say, i was just gonna say when you talk about his <laughs> yeah. peace it moves into the room with like you. like jesus is sitting with us right yeah. now like i'm feeling good guys <laughs> amen I, i'm feeling that too I got it's the hard for me to like i was thinking of that i've seen it before on like walls and i've heard the story well, like there's a two sets of footprints in the sand and oh, then yeah. like one set yeah. stops and the man and Jesus are looking mm. back and he said, well, why did you leave me? Why did I only see one right. footprint? And Jesus was like, I didn't leave you. Those were the times I was carrying mm. you. And I thought about that. And, but in order for Jesus to be able to carry, he had to be close to him. Mm-hmm. He had to be right there for him. To sco- and so he'll carry us through these seasons. Yeah. He'll carry us through these changes. He'll carry us through these storms as long as we're close to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know right. I mean? Yeah. He doesn't have it's like. It's kind of hard to carry someone there across yeah, the room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So stay close to him yeah. and let him carry you in these moments of, okay, I'm just going to trust you. It's like with what you just said, Peter, mm-hmm. he reached down and he grabbed him, yeah. carried him back to the boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Peter was right there next to Jesus. Yeah. And so just stay close to him, and you're close to him. All this other stuff has a wonderful way of working itself yeah. out. 
We love you guys yeah. so much. So much. If Keep you those have, questions coming. Yeah, if you have more questions or topics that you'd like to ask us, seawall.org slash Podcast. Keep them coming. We like doing this. We do. So we love doing this. Absolutely. Yep. We love you guys. Have a good time. <laughs> Gonna have, have a, a good, good time. Talk. Oh, good talk. <laughs> good talk. Ah, We're having a good I talk. Blew it. All right, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. <laughs>